Hello, this is Ross Purdy. You're listening to Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. And I would like to advertise the shows I have coming up at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. First off, I have my solo sketch slash kind of stand-up but more sketch show. Hey, hey, it's Doomsday. It's from March 29th to April 10th at Storyville and April 13th, 14th, 20th, 21st at Bards of Ferry. That's all those different times you can look up online at the Comedy Festival website. Tickets are now on sale. It's going to be a, a wild, crazy, fun show. I also have Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy Live podcasts all weekends throughout the Comedy Festival at 5pm at the Lantern Lounge. We're going to be having some great special guests like the Two Little Dickheads. Jonathan Schuster, Nikki Barry, Claire Sullivan, Ben Volchok, Annie Louie, and so on and so forth. And those tickets are available online now. Also, me and Damien Vosk are doing the Late Night Party Boys. We're late night variety shows, also at Lantern Lounge. Weekends throughout the comedy festival, and we're going to have some great, weird, fun character acts. Come on, do some of our old bowl shtick. We'll be doing our odd bullshit throughout, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. You can look at that online and get your tickets through comedyfestival.com.au. Hope to see you there. Let's destroy comedy, let's burn it down today. I took up a time to destroy comedy. Listeners, welcome to another week of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. I am your host, Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. And this week, I have someone booked in. I don't think they're really a comedian. Or maybe they are. We will ask them when they come on. Uh, it says here their name is Vatruru? Some yes. sort of wellness coach and spirituality yes ross um that is i am a spirit guide life coach entrepreneur a self-help author best-selling and motivational speaker so that is a lot of titles i'm used to just saying comedian that was a (laughs) lot for me to read right now yeah it it is it is a lot, but you know, they all go together so well. And I am just, I just want to help people really. So. Now, would that be a more convenient title? People help. <laughs> I suppose it could be, but I mean, I just go by the true rue and that sort of, I think encompasses everything that I am. Um, it is the title was given to me by the universe itself. And, um, yeah, it means the guru of truth. So, when you say the universe gave you the name, 
Yes. Yeah. So I'm guessing, so you haven't read my, you're not a peace cycle yet, but I think after this interview, you might be, I do have, I know you're based in Melbourne and I have a large community of peace cycles there. And I think you might become one of them, Ross. What was that? Peace cycle? Yes. Peace cycle. The people that follow me. Peace. Peace cycle. Yes. Yeah. So my third book, uh, Peace Yourself, Let Your Peace Flow, that was um, I actually a really big moment for me happened in Melbourne on the tour for that book. And I basically me, the true, the guru of truth, someone who practices what she preaches every single day. I the work pressure got a lot to me and I had a meltdown and it went viral and it caused a massive breakdown, which then led to my fourth book, how to stay on top when you're getting sucked below. So it's just proof, you know, that whenever something happens to you that you think might not be good, there is always a light. If you look for it, even in the darkest space. And in this darker space, the universe itself, the concept, this intangible thing gave you a name. Yeah, so that was the first time when I was at my lowest low, beyond the depths of the ocean, low, deep, dark place. Uh, so I was in Morocco. Uh, it's quite a long story, but it's in my first book, True Ruthful, if you want to read it in detail. so oh, We got time to kill. <laughs> Go so for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Basically what happened was I followed a man, I followed my heart to Morocco. And so, okay, I better Jesus. start with this. I used to be a compulsive liar, believe it or not. I was a compulsive liar. I can't believe age. it. I know, it's crazy. The guru of truth who lives every day on in her truest, pure self, her true Ruth, used to be a compulsive liar. I know it's crazy. It is so crazy what happens in life and how things work out. But so I was living in Morocco. I followed my heart there. And when I got there, I just, he didn't know that I was a compulsive liar. But when we were living together over there, he found out and it was, you know, it was a lot, I think. So it was just like little things like I would break a vase and then I would say it wasn't me, it was the cat, but then we didn't have a cat. So then I would lie and say we had a cat. And yeah, so so I kind of got stuck there by myself and I ended up um, hitching a ride. And, and what I ended up doing was I was collecting pigeon poop, you know, for the tanneries. So I was, yeah, the, the, this couple took me in and and I was living there doing that. And, and I formed a bond with this pigeon um, called Bluey. And, um, so me and Bluey, like, Bluey, I don't even know how to describe the connection I had with Bluey. Bluey is and was my spirit guide. And um, there is a whole chapter called Bluey in True Ruthful that is just describing Bluey in great detail. But one night I just, I was literally in despair at the depths of my despair and um what happened was i had dropped the last jar i had of, of pigeon poop and that was my that was my money on the concrete and it shattered and, and, the, and the crash just shattered right through me and i was just crying i was a mess i will never forget that sound rippling through me um 
And then I, I look up and there's Bluey and he, he says something to me. He's like, and at first I didn't, I didn't know exactly what was going on, Ross. Like I, I didn't really understand, but then I listened again mm -hmm. with my whole heart this time. And, and there it was. So what had happened was the universe had embodied Bluey and renamed me the true Rue. And I knew then that I had been given a gift to be here, to get back up, to teach truth, to find my inner truth, my inner true Ruth, and keep going and become and live out my destiny as the true Rue. I think you're placing a lot of, um, you, you're projecting a lot on this pigeon. You're seeing something that wasn't there. I think a pigeon was just cooing and you just heard what you wanted to hear. No, Ross. You know that old saying, you had to be there? You had to be there. But there are a lot of skeptics in the space of self-help and spirituality. And so you're not the first one that I've come across, but I know in my true Ruth what happened and that is all that matters. Also, Bluey is a very famous australian cartoon dog oh wow well there you go that is another the universe the absolute universe coming together i don't think I it's the universe that. i think it's you couldn't think of a name so you just okay, wanted the well, first thing you can think of so no so ross um no his name was bluey because he had like a blue sheen in his feathers but so i I asked you this. So my cat Namaste wrote her first book and this was before the pandemic. Okay. So this is Namaste. I was even surprised as her cat mom at how attuned she was. It must've been from growing up near me and, and the organic vegan diet I feed her, but she channeled. So we don't write necessarily. And I can't take credit for what I write because I just channel it. I channel it directly from the universe. So it's, I am just the one who shares, shares the do wisdom. Credit, do you credit the universe? Does it say written by true and the no, universe? No, because I actually write and edit it. So I take credit for that, but I don't take credit for the wisdom. But so Namaste wrote her first book that was called Stay at Home Cat, How to Get Literally everything you want without leaving the house. And then what happened? Everyone went into lockdown and couldn't leave their house. It was like, I just was in shock that she channeled that at that exact moment, ready for people to have that experience. And I think it will have changed lives, not only cats, like it was initially, initially for cats, for her cat audience. But then I think people started reading it and like getting a lot out of it. Hmm. Okay. How did a cat write a book? So Namaste channeled it and then she okay, communicated. That, that doesn't really mean anything, though, does it? Channeling something. So Namaste channeled, channeled the um, wisdom and then she communicated with me via purring and, you know, our language that we have together. And then she, um, 
And then I wrote it out for her. Sounds like you wrote a book while a cat was just purring at you. No, that's, you're so skeptical, Ross. I feel like you really, you need to come to a seminar of mine. I don't think Stephen King was writing misery and like a dog was barking at him and going, you know what? It's really the dog that's writing this book. But was, he didn't claim it was the dog, did he? Of course he didn't. Because it, it wasn't. Oh, but this is a different situation because it is Namaste's first book. Okay, it, again, A, Namaste is a terrible name for a cat. I'm sorry Excuse right now. Let me. me let me just say that right now. Number I am two. sending you love because there's a lot of negativity here, but I'm sending you love. I just want to let you know that. Why would you think there's negativity on a show called Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy? It's coming from a very positive space. Well, you know what? Yin and yang. There's negative and positive everywhere, but I'm just letting you know that I'm sending you extra love because I'm sensing that that's what you need right now. How, how are you sensing that? Where did you get these, these powers of uh, being able to talk to animals and getting something from animals that clearly is not there? Well, the thing is that it is there for starters, but I think just from developing an awareness and a tuneness to what's around you. So, that started that night and I've just been developing and cultivating that. And Namaste is a very, very special cat. And there's, it's not a coincidence that I ended up with that particular cat. That's also very attuned. I think it's a very much a coincidence. I think that there is less coincidences than you realize. We're attracting a lot of things to ourselves and through everything that we do. No, I think you're pretty sure everything's a coincidence. And I'm pretty sure you wrote this book and a good selling point would be a cat wrote it. No. And that's what you're doing. Look, Ross, I really like to take credit where it's due for myself. That's a huge part of what I do, you know? That's something that is important for us to cultivate for ourselves. So I wouldn't, I would take that credit if it was due to me, but it was Namaste. It was Namaste who wrote that book and, and, She's channeling her second one as we speak, and we're working on that, and that's really, really exciting. And um, I don't know what else to tell you. Honestly, I don't know what else to ask. It sounds like you got yourself onto this interview show and just spreading lies and misinformation. It's not lies and misinformation. It's, it's helped a lot of people and I have a lot of disciples out there and I really do think if you give it a go, you could be one of them. Okay, what's some of the advice that you have given to your disciples? So one thing that I has been really, really popular is piecing yourself. So every day I sit in my bed and I piece myself. You can piece yourself anywhere, to be honest. I just like to get up and do it straight away, sitting in my bed and I, I, um, I will walk you through it right now. One moment, sorry. I so, will say, I, le I learned from the age of six how not to pace myself, so. Well, that's probably what's going wrong here. 
you need you need to peace yourself okay so you ready ross you're gonna do this with me okay i think it's gonna change the course of the interview and also your life so i want you to think about the area below your navel your mm -hmm, gut yeah, mm -hmm. yeah? and yep, imagine like a yellow light now imagine the light is liquid it's flowing it's creating a little pool in your lower abdomen that pool turns into little streams that start to flow all over your body. Golden streams of liquid light. Imagine that this liquid light is liquid peace and it is traveling through your body. You've got peace in your hair, all over your hands, running down your legs. Then the peace runs off and creates a puddle. In this case, in the chair you're sitting in, imagine that where you are, that it's really moist with peace. Use your hands to feel how moist it is. I don't know. I now feel really gross and uncomfortable right now. We're almost done. Now imagine that you're in a sea of peace, just bobbing along. Right, what bobbing. does it feel like? Smell like? Mm -hmm. What does your peace taste like? Now, you might feel pressure down in your gut. Just let your body form the urge to peace yourself. If you feel like you're going to burst, just let it burst out of you. We're going to shift the energy now. Okay, so stay with me. Stay with me. Start to really roll around in your puddle of peace. If you're in your chair, which you are, sway about. Really get in there. Feel it on your clothes, on your skin. Really drench yourself in peace. More, more. Cover yourselves in it. Cover yourself in it. Yes, yes. Splash it over yourself and get up and start splashing it around. I want your peace all over your body. Jump around and splash it around and share it around all through the world, all through your studio, all through Melbourne, everywhere. Share it with everyone. Okay? Yes, that is exactly. How are you feeling now? Are you feeling energized? Are you feeling alive? Are you feeling like ready to go? This is changing the world. When I channeled this book, it just changed the world. I can't even explain it to you. How did it change the world? Because I came out of that thinking, feeling very gross and uncomfortable. And when okay you changed the energy up, I thought of it scared. You will get there. I believe in you, Ross. I believe in you. I think you have a podcast and you have a platform. And that is because you too are someone who shares things and needs to communicate with people and make people's lives better. So we actually have a lot in common. Okay, but I don't claim that my cat is doing the podcast. We have different journeys. Your cat, do you even have a cat? I do not have a cat. I don't own a pet. So there you but go. But if I did, I wouldn't go like, well, this cat is just channeling itself through me and I just, I'm speaking into a microphone right now. Well, that's because you don't have a cat like Namaste. Not many people do. Who, who is this helped exactly? I mean... A lot of people. You should see my DMOC, my Divine Method of Connection, also known as social media blows up i get so many messages and photos and people using everyone out there who just used 
the meditation to peace yourself, please feel free to contact me at the underscore true root. I love everyone sending me pictures and messages and seeing everyone's journey and everyone piecing themselves. It's, it's so beautiful and it warms my heart so much. So use the hashtag, hashtag I pieced myself. Or if you're doing something to just cultivate your true ruth, hashtag true ruthful is another one. That's how I know, Ross. So how many a day would you say you receive? On Thousands. How many messages? Thousands. Okay, what's one? One message you received. I can't keep up. I did have my assistant, Susan, but she's no longer with me anymore. As a lot of people know, it was quite a traumatic ending. But um, so what I've happened seen with Susan? all myself and. What happened with Susan? Uh, it was quite, so it's quite a public. It was actually in the Melbourne, um, the Melbourne show. And she also had a big eruption at that show. And she said a lot of things that were not true and were very hurtful. And we parted ways and I didn't see her for a long time. And then in the trolling that occurred, she was part of that. She did a lot of interviews um, just to self-promote really her new life. And, and she said a lot of things to me that were quite damaging, but I'm rebuilt now and it was obviously meant to happen. And um, then at my other book tour for my latest book, How to Stay on Top When You're Getting Sucked Below, she came back. We had a reunion. We worked through our stuff on stage, which was absolutely groundbreaking. It was phenomenal. We were using methods that are in the book that uh, can help you reconnect with someone and get over things. Um, but yeah, she's on her own journey now. She's kind of doing similar work in a different way i would say i don't think she's my competition she's not my competition um we take very different points of view but i send her nothing but love nothing but absolute pure light and love for susan sounds like there's a lot of tension there still you you, you kind of you're trying to convince who you're trying to convince that she's not competition you don't there's see no tension there's no tension. It's something I've done a lot of work on. It's there's something I've medicated, meditated a lot about and worked through. And we are good. We're just out of distance. And that's okay. These things happen. And I've learned so many lessons from that experience. Um, yeah. Ooh, what are you medicating with? I, 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 it was just a slip. I, meditate. I meant to say meditate. I don't know. Sometimes no, I, I meditate too much and my brain kind of goes a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. That seems like the exact opposite of what meditation should do. A successful meditation should do anyway. I go very deep into the layers of different realms. So it's a little different to a lot of people's medication, meditation. Okay. This feels like one of those Freudian slips where you're saying that what you really want to say. I don't think so. What I want to say is medication. Meditation. No, but you did it. You did it again. Medi med 
meditation. I spend a lot of time meditating. As you can imagine, being a self-help author, spirit guide, motivational speaker. Uh, people helper. Yes, yes. Guru of truth. So, Ross, I have an important question. Do you feel that you're in touch with your own true Ruth? In your heart of hearts, are you in touch with your own true Ruth? Now, I'm, I know that you're not a peaceful yet, so I'm going to define this for you. Your true Ruth is your innermost honesty with yourself. Okay, so what you're saying is how I perceive myself and whether or not that lines up with how I really am. Is that what it you mean? It means when someone asks you if you want a sandwich, do you listen to yourself? And do you know, even if you don't answer them honestly, do you know honestly what the truth is to answer to that question? Truth is, I'll just immediately jump on and just start eating that sandwich. But did you give yourself time to get in touch with your true Ruth and go, is it really a sandwich that I want right now? Well, my stomach was grumbling, so I was thinking to myself, I could go for a sandwich right now. Offer was on the table, so I just jumped straight to it. So your true Ruth is a deeper level than that. It is, if you think of the earth and all the layers, it is at the core. It is that hot lava gas, the core. So in order to live authentically as your true self, you need to be in touch with your true Ruth and practice your true Ruth every day. Ugh, and I want to like challenge you to do that and see what changes. Because I think that if you didn't like piecing yourself, maybe you're not there yet. Maybe we need to go back to the, my first book, True Ruthville, and just start with the basics and really build you up from there. I don't know. I feel pretty good the way I am now. What type of things does Susan teach? Maybe she's more... You More my lane. Susan, I don't really keep track because like I said, we're on different paths, different journeys. She teaches, she teaches different things. And I guess it helps different people. Some people might cross over. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, you would have to look her up. Hell, I might do that actually. Okay. Well, uh, Susan, what's her last name? We need, she just goes by Susan. Just Susan? Like Cher? Mm-hmm. Okay, Susan. Susan. 12 ways to a better you. Now that sounds convenient. So you're talking about being a peaceful and piecing yourself and, and all of this basics. Like how many basics is there going to be? 12 ways to better yourself? Susan hasn't figured out. There are, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of work you need to do. But Susan says 12 ways. And that sounds okay to me. She, she could be more is, my lane. She is more structured. I would say that, but I'm not really here to talk about Susan Ross. I'm here to talk to you about yourself and me. 
I don't know. You 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 are the one that brought up Susan. I'm just saying, she could be more up to my speed. I think that you are looking to create some controversy here, and I'm not about controversy. I let that go after a few years ago. After that, all landed me in a very very dark place. So, but the beauty of that is that I know what people are going through. I know what they've been through because I've been there. I've lived it and I know what it's like and I know how to get out of it. So what I want, what my purpose is, is that when you are deep and dark in the depths of despair and in a little cave that you just don't know, you're grasping out, you can't hold on to anything. It's the dead of night. It is desperate and dark and just you're lost. I want to be that light. That is what my books are. That is what my purpose is to be that light, to get people out of those cages and just live their life to the fullest and in the most true, ruthful way. Because the most true, ruthful way is the most honest and pure way you can live your life. And it will give you the best quality to life you could ever have dreamed of. Wow, that is a lot for me to consider right now. So I want you to call me, Ross, when you hit that point, because I will be your lighthouse too. I don't know. Am I really looking for a lighthouse right now? Uh, I don't know. Let's, let's see what Susan does. Okay. Yeah, I can't help you with Susan. You're going to have to bring her on the show separately. To be fair, I wasn't even the one who booked you. I have a producer who booked me. Booked you. It was the universe that booked me. I'm let's, pretty sure. Let's not, let's not make a joke of it. We all know what happened. I, this is not the type of show I would usually be on. And the only reason I saw that that happened when I came into my inbox was that the universe was sending me here. So I don't know if it's you I need to help. I feel like it is you because... You're the one with the platform out there, but might be some of your listeners who are also skeptical like you and just need some light and need a boost in their life. And they need to find their true Ruth and they need to peace themselves and they need to get back on top to where they were. Well, Trevor, I don't know what you're expecting right now. I don't know if you're expecting me to just me to break down and say yes i do i need your help would that be helpful well no i don't think that that's helpful if it's not authentic and it's not your true ruth i don't want you to lie and make something up i just i just want you to know that i am here when you need me and when you're ready because i know it's gonna happen and i know we met okay, for a well reason Wow, that's that's very ominous. What? No, it you happens always, to all of us. It's not ominous. You, we just have to be honest with ourselves. Do you always go out to people and say, I know you're going to have a breakdown sooner or later? No, that's not what I said at all. I just know that... Do you hope that people get breakdowns? We, so that's more no. people. How much are you charging for this? For this interview? This is free. How much do you charge for like your, like your books and 
and your seminars and my books are a regular amount and I give away you can download six pages for free so I give away a lot for free okay but how much is a regular amount for you I don't feel comfortable discussing this on this interview uh, because it's not what this is about I do think if you want to sell your product to my listeners, knowing how much they will have to fork out would really help out because my listenership are poor. It's, it's like a process though. I want people to experience it first and then develop a sense of what they feel like it's worth. So then when they find out the price, then they can go, wow, that was so cheap for the amount of wisdom I'm going to receive. Sounds that like is an investment in myself. It sounds like you're dodging the question. I'm not dodging the question, Ross. This is just how I work. This is how my work works. This is how the universe told me to work. I don't know what else I can tell you. Does the universe, so the universe tells you to be cagey. I don't use the word cagey. The universe teaches me a process and I embody and follow that process because I trust the universe more. I mean, I'm getting to a point and, and my... My hope is that I can get to a point where I can trust my true Ruth as much as I can trust the universe, but I'm not there yet. And it's just going to be a constant journey. And I'm okay with that. I am okay with learning every single day from my greatest teacher, the universe. And your universe is a pigeon? No. Bluey was just the embodiment of the universe in that moment. In that moment, then, then only, we just went back to being regular Bluey. Right. So any one of us could be embodying the universe in any moment. Is that what you're saying? It can happen. Yeah. So is, could it be true that I could be embodying the universe right now by telling you actually you're full of shit? Um, no, because I have a pretty good sense of it now and I can tell that that's not what's happening. And I know that the universe wouldn't teach me everything and then just go, oh, by the way, it's not real. The universe doesn't work like that. What if the universe so, is just gaslighting you the whole time? No, the universe is pure and beautiful and light. And I, I think it's just random chaos. The universe. I think it's just random chaos. You can think what you want, but... I know. Hey, what if it turned out the universe was gaslighting you the whole time? I just know that that's not what's happened. What if the universe is just being really repetitive? Hey, what if the I universe was just gaslighting you the whole time? It's just not the way of the universe, though. It's, How can you say you really know a universe? What if the universe just lose you in with all this fancy talk about here's the real you i'm gonna teach you everything it turns out it's, universe energetic. Is a it's energy it's it's a transmission of energy so i what don't does that know mean? how energy can lie what does that mean what does transmission of energy mean you the transmission of energy an exchange of energy it's it's metaphysical it's it's a phenomenon it is 
it changes the world. It changes the genetic makeup of neurons around the whole world. It's, it's beyond science. It's beyond emotion. It lives on a different plane. It is, I can't describe it because there's not even language like created. That's what I'm trying to do. That's, that's really what my job is. My job is creating language for words that don't exist from this energy transmitted from the universe to my soul, straight directly to my soul. And I need to find a way to communicate with people on our plane, on our physical plane, so that they understand what I am receiving. Because when it comes in, it's not, it's not like the universe like comes into my ear and whispers. Sometimes, sometimes it comes embodies a pigeon and gives me a new name. Sometimes that happens. I'm not going to lie. It's crazy. And sometimes it does that in other ways too. That's more direct. But a lot of the time it's like, um, it's, it's, it, it's a different way of communicating. That's not something a lot of people are used to. And so it's hard for me to explain that to you, but basically what I would say is I am like a translator for the universe's language. Okay, that was a lot of air being blown right there, just for free, free words. Wait, oh, five. I'm the I'm a translator for the universe. Six. Sorry, this isn't a mathematics podcast. I'm I'm gonna share with you a quote, Ross, that I want you to. I'm gonna yeah, I'm go. gonna read it three times. I want you to close your eyes and breathe okay, while I'm you absorb this. I'm closing my eyes. Okay. There is nowhere that is far enough away that can't lead you back to your true Ruth. Okay, I want you to hear it again because you need to hear it three times. There is nowhere that is far enough away that can't lead you back to your true Ruth. Okay, the third time. Breathe, breathe. There is nowhere that is far enough away that can't lead you back to your true Ruth. Now, that is a quote by me. Mm, I guess that. Is a quote that I hang on to in my dark times because it means I will always come back to myself in my true Ruth. And I just wanted to offer you that because I think it's a really important thing and a really it might change your life in a moment that you don't expect it to. I don't know if I quite get what it means. So if I'm like far away in some other country. You can always come back to yourself. You can always find your inner truth. Mm -hmm. What if this is all there is? What if this is my inner truth? then that's okay. And you might be in your true Ruth. You might live in your true Ruth quite authentically all the time, but there might be moments when you stray, when, when your inner truth runs away like a dog or something. And instead of putting posters up and you're like, where is my true Ruth? Where is my true Ruth? Someone reward, reward. You can just listen to that quote, think about that quote and come back to it. Cause you can get back to your true Ruth, even when it has run away like a dog. Does it slobber my face like a dog? 
It might do. It might do. I haven't heard of that, but it could. It, it definitely, most definitely could. And I want you to tell me if it does, because I would love that. Am I just giving you an extra 10 minutes for your next seminar? Pardon? Am I giving you just an extra 10 minutes for your seminar? What if your true roof, like a dog, slobbers your own face? Because not if everyone likes does. their face being slobbered. But some no, like but it. It, it's a very visceral, visceral reaction to that. I think it would be quite interesting. I think, like I said, I haven't heard that. People, people have all sorts of things. Like a lot of people just get jolted, like jolted by it. Kind of like a lot of people experience like an electric shock when they come back in contact with it. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm here. It's kind of like um, in TV shows when a ghost like takes over a new body. Some people feel like that. Some people like go into a big long sleep for like three days they don't wake up because they're kind of assimilating their body back with their true roots because they've been they've been apart from it for so long and that happened to me like i was a compulsive liar i was living like you know on the other side of the world from my true root and it was hard it was hard for me to practice that because even though i had that huge thing happened where the universe renamed me and, and and gave me my purpose and gave me my new self i had still had so many bad patterns and and just because that that happened didn't mean that's why the first book i wrote true ruthful is so powerful because it came through me trying to find my own true ruth through resigning and leaving being a compulsive liar. So it was literally me processing and moving from one end of the spectrum to the other. And that's why that book is so powerful and helped so many people because as I'm channeling and writing and transcribing and translating from the universe, the universe teaching me what to do and how to get from one end of the spectrum to the other. I'm working through it and I'm working my way through it. And, and that is like, Peace Yourself sold the most amount of copies, but that is, for me, it was my first book, and that is my, my most special book. I'm hearing a lot right now. I'm beginning to wonder, how, how, how were you cured of your compulsive lying? How do I know you're not still a compulsive liar? How do we all know this isn't just one big compulsive liar that's gone way out of control? I think that that is the 52nd time I've had that question asked to me because a lot of people want to know and they want to get the dirt and they want me to fail, which I don't understand. Why would you want someone who is helping so many people and has so much wisdom, why do you want them to fail? And it's because they're not in touch with their true Ruth, because their true Ruth doesn't want someone to fail. Their truth wants someone to succeed and they want the world to grow and get better and improve. Sounds a lot like of people have asked me that uh, question and the, the answer I have for you is one word and that's faith. Faith? Faith. Faith, faith. in the world. Faith in yourself. Faith in the universe. Faith that I am 100% authentic, which I am. 100% truthful. I am the guru of truth. And I 100% practice what I preach. 
And that is why I'm living this incredible life where I get to travel the world, write books, speak to people, heal people, help people, and do what I was destined to do. Well, you know, a lot of people have faith in religion and stuff. And that's actually a big lie. I'm not going to comment on that. Um, I tend to not comment on things to do with religion. Some of what I do lines up with other people's belief, and some of what I do does not, and I am just living my own true Ruth, and that is all I can do, and as long as I am putting love and peace out into the universe, most people are fine with what I do. Hmm, and who are the people who aren't fine with what you do? You know, the sane people, the rational people. I think sane, I don't know. I'm a dreamer, Ross. I am a big dreamer. And the thing when there's big dreamers is when someone's not a dreamer, they think you're crazy. They don't want to believe because they've just shut off that part of themselves. They've shut off that part that's like the kid that wants to dream. They've been locked into some other way of life. And and that's what I want to get people out of. I want to get them out of the lock, out of their binds, out of what the man is telling them to do and live their most true, ruthful life that they can. Who's the man in this circumstance? Is it God? Oh, that's like, no. God it's could not be a woman. God could be a woman. We don't know. Not a specific person. You know, the machine, some people call it. The, the well, God's not, a speci- God's not a specific, specific person. God's more of a spiritual entity. Yes. So, yes. Hold on a sec. Hold on. Just getting an email returned from Susan. She is happy to be a guest on the show next week. Yeah, that that, that should be good. Great. I'm sure you'll have fun. I mean, it seems like she has some very interesting things to talk about. I'm not going to say this. No, I'm not going to say it. Well, I'm just looking at her bio now for research, and she's talking about how she used to work for the Truru, but the Truru was a huge fake. What does that That mean? That is what she has used to make money, but it is not true. Obviously, I'm not a fake. I'm here. I've been nothing but honest and truthful with you, Ross. And here I am. Here I am. I pieced myself ready to come here. I've been sitting in my peace this whole time. I've been open. I was going to say, that is very gross. I see you sitting in your peace, and I feel very uncomfortable right now. Why? What's wrong with sitting in peace? Peace is everywhere. We want peace all over us. We want peace around us all the time. It's warm. It's golden. It's beautiful. Peace is the most beautiful experience. Well, I live in the chaos, so maybe that's why I feel a bit gross and uncomfortable. Okay, maybe. Maybe that's why. Yeah. 
I, think I should ask Susan this do, next week. Do you know this is this is a new thing that I've done? So I actually get a towel now. I have a little piece towel, and I sit on it. And when I'm piecing myself, so all the piece goes into the towel, and then I wring it out into a mug, and then I drink in my piece. And I just feel alive for days. I feel alive drinking in that piece, like literally sitting there. I have a ritual. I smell it in. I smell the piece in. And then I drink the piece slowly. Enjoy. Let it absorb all through my taste buds and the roof of my mouth and slide down my throat back into my solar plexus where it came from. It's like the cycle of peace. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful morning ritual. Hmm. Well, sure. Do you have anything to plug? I don't currently, actually. I'm working on a few things. I'm working on my latest book. The working title is The True Roo. Woo Woo. It's going to be incredible. I'm very, very excited about it. I was doing a lot of channeling in lockdown, like a lot. So it's taking me a while to get through, process, translate everything. But it's going to be an incredible, an incredible book when it's ready. So what happens if you just stop being the channeling the universe? Would you have to start writing for yourself? I'm not sure what I would do, but I actually, you know what? I actually haven't tried to see what, what I would come up with on my own, but that's an interesting concept and probably nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I can't answer that question. The, the universe could choose someone else soon. I don't feel like my teachings are complete yet. I don't feel the cycle is yet completed yet. I don't feel that that's what's happening, but I, it could happen. I mean, it came in like a lightning bolt like that and it could leave like a lightning bolt like that. I don't know. Sounds like I might've picked Susan. <laughs> well, you enjoy your interview with Susan. I don't need to talk about Susan anymore. Hmm. Do you need to, uh, Meditate again? Sorry, Medicaid. I will be doing um, a medication this afternoon. A meditation this afternoon, yes. Me medication. We know what you mean. I, yeah, meditation, yes, meditation. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm starting a, a run, my Adelaide Fringe run on March 14th for my show. Well, speaking of peace, uh, called Rainbow Piss. That show is kind of a, a parody of like self improvement and pseudo spirituality stuff. How does that make you feel? I'm kind Look, of mocking everything you stand for. It happens all the time, and I'm stronger than that because I know what I have. I have to give. So you do what you need to do, and. I'm sure that whatever you put out there will be received in the right way by the right people. That's 7.15 at Afarapa, March 14th to the 20th. Maybe my true roof is just making fun of everything you stand for. It could be. Is that what we came out of this podcast? 
Because I feel like the same person I was when I came in. I don't know about you. Sometimes it takes time. So I'm going to, I've sown some seeds today with you, Ross. I have sown some seeds and I look forward to hearing how they grow. I don't think you've sown anything, but do go on. It's okay. I work on different levels. So you, you, you just wait and see, Ross Purdy. You just wait and see. I'll wait and see when I speak to Zeus in the next episode. I think you're going to wake up tomorrow morning in a sea of peace, smiling. Was this before or after I speak to Susan? I don't know. Susan? Separate. It's a separate thing. But she's not, but she's not though, is she? Yeah, she is. She's not part of the true anymore but i am grateful for her time and the time we spent together and how much he helped me during the early early years so jesus boy just goes on and on about you but how you're a big dummy she is now trying to meditate and possibly counting backwards. Hey, do you like listening to Russ Purdy Destroys Comedy? Do you like watching Russ Purdy comedy videos on the YouTube? On the old Patreon, where you can get all that and more, plus early access to episodes and videos, plus bonus videos and bonus podcasts. The Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy After Show, all available on Patreon at patreon.com slash Ross Purdy Will Destroy Comedy. And you get some special fun things as well. If you subscribe to a particular tier, you can get a t-shirt and hoodies and fun stickers, mugs, as well as all great other stuff. So just go on to patreon.com slash Ross Purdy Will Destroy Comedy and subscribe today.